How are you doing, Jason? Hey, Chris. Doing well. How about you, man? Good. Welcome to Leading and Serving. That's right, man. We're on uh, episode what? 29. 29. Time is flying. I know we we probably keep saying that on the other end of this. I know. And everybody's like, oh, this is so boring. Right. We don't care. Just (laughs) Just get to the interview. (laughs) (laughs) So how are you doing, my friend? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. good. We had a, a kiddo graduate from college this weekend. Yeah. And man, it was just... Weird. It is that time of just year. Just weird. It? Yeah. Like other graduations. It just didn't feel like it was really happening. And then all of a sudden yeah. it was happening. And one of my other kiddos kept looking at me like, Dad, are you crying? Like, nope. Nope. <laughs> What's the uh, cloudy with a chance of meatballs where the, <laughs> right? where the policeman's like, get back in there, dear. <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, but man, it was it was just a beautiful experience. And, That's awesome. You know, That's super exciting. Uh, she's moving on to graduate school. And so there's another one. There's more down the road and we got okay. two sophomores. So we got a few more graduations ahead of you. Yeah, yeah. 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 In two years, we'll have two graduations simultaneous. And then year after that, my daughter will graduate again. So you kind of, well, they're at the same high school. So how are you going to do that when they both go to college? Cause you're both, it's just gonna... one problem at a time, oh. man. They don't, <laughs> I got, Sorry. I got one graduate. No, let's just, let's just we'll what's going that. on in your life? <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently I'm trying to figure out how you get to two graduations at the same time, but yeah. So yeah, hopefully they, they're two different high schools. So hopefully they don't schedule those simultaneous. Oh, I did forget that. Okay. Yeah. 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 That is a problem. Yeah. It could be. Well, well uh, yeah. I hope we don't have to divide and conquer on that one. That would yeah, be, that would be rough. That would kind of suck. So, okay. So anyway, so anyway, <laughs> Good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. So what are we doing today? Well, um, we don't overall, some, we're we going to... somebody sitting here. No, we, and there's no interview today. We're, this is one okay. of our deep dives, right? Right. And so we'll, we'll talk about that here in a little bit. But okay. in the process, man, um, just wanted us to backtrack a little bit as we think about our own leadership. Okay. Um, this is something that we covered way back in, like I think, like the first three or four episodes uh, mm-hmm. when we started the podcast. So if you're if you're binge listening all the podcasts trying to get caught up, this probably doesn't sound, um, you know, like a whole lot of time has passed, but um, it's been six months. Yes. And so this is something that we want to take regular inventory of. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, even, even kind of on a weekly, maybe even monthly or quarterly basis, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't necessarily wait six months every time. Yeah. <laughs> but w- how are you feeling? How are you... Where is uh, what we call the peace index? Where is your peace at? Mm-hmm. You know, that this is kind of a combined assessment of, of five major areas in our life. Mm-hmm. And that contributes to our peace of where we're at currently, yeah. where we're at today. Are we feeling like things are trending upward? Or are we feeling like trends, things are trending downward? Mm-hmm. And if our peace index is too low, we're going to feel uh, unrest. Mm-hmm. We're going to feel frustration. Mm-hmm. We're just not going to feel like... Is this where I belong? Right. You know? And so, um, so there's five areas that mm-hmm. we should, we should be continually evaluating in our lives yep. of wondering, are we, you know, are we, are we hitting on this right? You right. know, am I, am I in the right place? What's, what's dragging down and how can I, how can I shift that? How can I change that? So, mm-hmm. um, the number one area uh, that we'll talk about is purpose, okay. um, which coincidentally is what our deep dive is about today, right? Right. We're going to be talking about what is your Why? Mm-hmm. You know, what drives you? Um, so what is your purpose? Do you feel like you are living into your purpose? Do you feel like you have the opportunity to achieve your purpose? Um, and think about all the different areas of your life 
from your family to your work to your play? Mm-hmm. You know, how do are you able to achieve and lean into purpose in all those areas? Yep. And and give yourself a rating. So zero to hundred percent. Are you 100% leaning into your purpose or where is it along that scale? Mm-hmm. And don't think about it in terms of, you know, like grading scale at school, mm-hmm. you know, that uh, 70% is not a, a C rating, okay. <laughs> you know, and C is just average, you know, right. no, that's, um, we think about it in terms of health. That 100% is 100% healthy. I am 100% leaning into my, um, so probably the, the average score is somewhere in the 60, 70, 75%. And average is not bad. That just means that's where we, you know, we're, we're able to do it most of the time. Yeah. You know, there's some things in our lives that don't, eh, probably don't lean into my purpose a whole lot there, but you know, maybe I, maybe I can discover my purpose in that activity and Mm -hmm. stuff. And so, um, I would really be aware if your purpose is, you know, is trending below that 60, you know, if you're definitely below 50%, you know, you're probably need to be really evaluated. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's kind of the grading scale across all these. Okay. So set a number for purpose. Okay. What is, what is the percent of health that you have in your purpose? Um, the next one is, uh, people. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, what are, how are people in your life? How are your relationships, whether that's with your family, with your friends, with your coworkers, um, you know, where you live, work and play, mm-hmm. you know, what are these relationships like? How are they breeding health into you? Do you have a relationship that's really struggling at the moment mm-hmm. that might push your health score down? In right. that area. Um, you know, if you've got an amazing mentor that's pouring into you right now, um, that might help it ed- edge up, right? Right. And so um, kind of, you know, just give a grade. Um, I, I know um, I got to see a, a spreadsheet, Names Redacted, from <laughs> another coach at Giant mm-hmm. that um, um, somebody had gone through and on a spreadsheet put like every relationship they could think of. And this person was probably a, a guardian, pioneer kind of yeah. <laughs> person, um, spreadsheeted every relationship and the health score of every relationship. Oh, wow. And then even put columns of here's what's going good and here's what's going bad. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And then here's the action steps of how to improve that relationship and the goal you know, for that relationship. And I'm like, wow, that's wow, amazing. that's intense. <laughs> you know, some some of us are just a little more gut feeling. Right. You know? <laughs> um, but what was really cool is that um, a year later... Uh, the person that was coaching this this leader mm-hmm. um, had them do the exact same exercise again. Mm-hmm. Like gave them a blank list. Here's all the people that you gave me a year ago. Yeah, rank Where them. Are you at? And the person was just absolutely blown away with the growth that really? they saw in the year. That they had not they had not gone back and reassessed each individual relationship and was just blown away at how that. And I think and it wasn't terrible. I think they right. moved from like a seventy to an eighty-five in people right. health. Because I mean that could be a lot of people too. Yeah. I mean depending yeah, on the there person. Was, I, there were probably twenty-five, thirty people on that spreadsheet. Holy smokes! Yeah, it was really cool. And so, um, so think through the people, think through the relationships in your life mm-hmm. and uh, how that affects. Um, the third area that we want to look at is our place. Kind of okay. the environments, whether that's um, go back to live, work, and play, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, how's your house doing? Yep. You know, where you live? How's your office? How's the business? You know, the um, you know the environments that you work in, the environments that you play in, are they are they helping you achieve the goals? Are you helping? You know, is it helping you? Mm-hmm. And um, you know, if you've got a uh, if you've got that stinking leaky water. Uh, hot water heater, right? And you've not replaced it for three months, and you're just getting frustrated. <laughs> and now you've got twelve light bulbs you got to change, right. and now the garage door is off Messing center, up. you yeah. know. And and there's just 
annoyance after annoyance. Have you been to my house? Um, no, I'd be my. Um, the twelve Sorry. light bulbs is my house. I know that. Um, you know, things like that can start pushing that health meter down. Mm-hmm. That you're just, you know, those types of things can have a, a burden on us. Right. And so, um, another one is provision. This mm-hmm. is this is kind of an easy one to think about. Of you know, are all my needs met? Right. Can I afford my my bare essentials? Mm-hmm. Can I can I get some wants in life? You know, right. what about luxuries? You know, how how is my provision taken care of? Right. And there may be some things coming down the road, like you know, we just talked about college. Right. <laughs> right. You know, I know I've got a couple colleges to pay for and right. weddings and you know, and then our you know our twentieth anniversary is coming up and we want to take a big trip or right. you know what are those financial goals? And if you have a plan for those, those can boost your your score in that. Mm-hmm. that area. Um, you know, or if you just feel like I don't know how I'm going to handle it. any ambiguity in that area can really start to drive that score down. Mm-hmm. And so, um, the last place is physical health. And this is one I like to skip because <laughs> it's probably the lowest on all of mine. Oh, yeah. well, <laughs> um, you know, but how are you feeling? Right. You know, are you, are you taking care of yourself? And that's physical, emotional, mental, spiritual. It's all of, you know, it's, a holistic health idea, right. um, you know, of, um, you know, just determining where you're at, right. you know, where's your happiness, where's your joy? Do you, do you feel that peace, you know, within you? And so out of those five areas, we had purpose, people, place, provision, and personal health. Mm-hmm. Okay. For, for different individuals, there's probably one of those that's probably your key indicator. Mm-hmm. There's probably one that's a little bit more important than the other four. Yeah. And that's okay. Yep. And and that's normal, natural, probably should determine which one that is and right. make sure that one's the healthiest, you know, or that one's the one that's trending up. Mm-hmm. Um, because that one, you know, if you're lower in, um, in that key indicator, it could affect the other four because that is your, perf- that's the one that means the most to you. Right. Does that make sense? Yes, totally. Yeah. Um, so the idea is give yourself a health score in mm-hmm. each of those five areas, zero to a hundred, um, add them together, divide by five. And that's your that's piece. Index. Where you're at. Yeah. Yeah. What, so you what? might be 95% in, in purpose, right. but, um, you know, you don't have the paychecks coming in. <laughs> right. Right. And Which suddenly that's issue. pull. Yeah. Provisions pulling your overall piece index down. Right. Um, you know, or you've got a client that is driving you nuts. Yep. You know, that's going to be in the people side of things right. and that's going to drive the score down or, you know, you just entered into a new relationship. You're a young, you know, young individual dating, you know, just ask your girlfriend to marry you and man, right. you know, that's going to help buoyant. Yeah, things up. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so, uh, so be thinking through this piece index. That's great. Um, this is a great exercise back around. Yeah. Uh, just is... a great exercise. I would say at least quarterly. That's a great you idea. You kind of want to visit this at least quarterly, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, some people do it monthly. Some kind of check in weekly. Yeah. You know, just um, especially if you've got one really low, mm-hmm. you know, under 50% or something like that of, you know, am I, what steps did I take this last week to improve this one? What steps am I going to take this week? Um, you know, that's a, it's a good exercise, a good uh, kind of assessment and evaluation of ourselves. Uh, where, we're at, where we're feeling. So. Well, I'm glad you brought all this up because we do have to, um, talk about some fun things in our deep dive today. And yes, this is a good place. We're going to gonna s- lean into purpose to, Absolutely. To, s- to start with, yeah. to try to help us make sure that this isn't a low number. Right. Right. So. And, and just a reminder, we said it early on, but, um, somewhere in that 70 to 80% range is about 
um, where most leaders are. Mm-hmm. And so if you can, if you can get that overall peace score, 80% plus, yep. man, you are, um, you're at a place where you can begin pouring into others, right? you know, and, uh, multiplying your health into other people. And so that's, that's, awesome. that's, that's excellent. So, um, so yeah, we're going to jump into the dump, d- dump, deep dive. <laughs> Hopefully you're not we're dumpster diving. <laughs> <laughs> that might be a fun podcast. There though. you go. Maybe we should start another. Right. No, let's not. Um, <clears throat> I'll, I'll help sponsor that one. There you so go. If somebody wants to dumpster dive, start a podcast. We can do that. Okay. I'll, I'll help you. I'll help you structure <laughs> that. Um, where were we? Oh yeah, we're uh, gonna we're, do a deep dive. We're going to deep dive with the why. <laughs> yep. Yep. Let's, and uh, we're gonna talk about that. Sounds good. Let's jump into it. All right. Here we go. Chris, how's it going? Good, Jason. How are you? Doing good. You ready to jump into this uh, deep dive? Yeah. All right. Do it. This morning, we are going to be talking about um, finding your why Mm -hmm. and how that... uh, You know, how that converts into basically your mission, kind of your 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 overarching drive, right? Right. right. (laughs) What's your passion? Where are you going? You know, and stuff like that. Passion. All those. Yeah. 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 So we're going to be kind of diving into that. I do want to say, though, you know, I want to start off right off the bat with something like what we need to recognize is um, so many people have come at it with this level. And I think at some level, even when I started, it was like, so what's your why? And my why was um, uh, I wasn't sure what my why was to begin with. But then I've heard multiple people say, oh, well, I need to make more money or I want to make a million dollars or I want to be rich or I want to be. And always ties to the financial side. And, right. I, and I would say that your why does have a financial aspect to it. Sure. But I would say most times than not, it's also deeper than that. Would you say? Well, yeah, because I, I think we've mentioned this on previous episodes for sure of, you know, financial goals are great. Right. But in the end, that being your ultimate bottom, I mean, like that is your ultimate driver of success is right. a financial goal. Right. What happens when you hit it? Right. Is, is there exactly, another? Like, you know? what, do you just shift it? Do you like add an, another financial goal to the six, to the mix? And I don't know that. Um, I think when you get there and you hit that financial goal, then you kind of feel like this little emptiness or this little struggle to move forward and trying to figure out how to what to do next. Right. 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 So it's got to be. Um, you're not. Um, I, and I think I mentioned this before in another podcast. Like, the goal is not to go out and destroy another company. The goal right. is not to go out and make uh, so much money that you're got money flowing out of your pocket and you just don't know what to do with it. Exactly. The goal can't be um, uh, stuff like that where um, just making sure that it's, yes, it's got to be somewhat tangible, mm-hmm. but no, it needs to be something not just financial. It needs to be something deeper. Yeah. And the fin- like I said, the financial side can be part of it. Don't get me right. wrong. There's there's going to be financial goals to make sure you can hit your measurements on, on growing your business, right? Right. Because right. at some level, that's in some businesses, that's all you can do is bank on those numbers and, and measure from that. Right. But losing sight of just being money, I don't think is the answer for the why. Right. Right. And that's, and that's why we started the podcast, Leading and Serving. Right. That, that in the end, money, power, control, status, popularity, any of those things are empty drivers in the end. They are. 
They and, truly are. You know, you can strive after them for a time, but when it, you know, what our belief is that when it comes down to it, those things fade, those things are empty. They don't, right. they don't bring the true fulfillment that we truly want in life. Right. And so by serving others and fighting for the highest good of others, then we are truly leaning into things that matter. Right. You know. So now that we've got the empty things out there, just to make, because I wanted to clarify that, you know, yeah. now that we got the empty things out there that we know from, and I don't know if you've known this or not, but I'm sure there's other business owners that you know that have shot for those things and may be in a little bit of a struggle because of it. Um, right. Because right. they were successful um, and then they ran into these right. problems. And we've talked about how money is a tool, it's a vehicle, it's totally, it's, it enables us to have the impact that we truly want. Right. You know. It um, is totally agree with that. Yeah. So now that we've got the empty things that we potentially could see as being a problem, now let's dive into the why. Let's right. dive into, okay, what what drives you as a person? What makes you happy? What um, responsibilities do you have on your plate that you need to satisfy? Mm -hmm. What, um, why do you do what you enjoy doing? Right. Those kind of things. And I think on some level it, it intersects with, the problem you see in culture and society and people, mm -hmm. and you have a product or service that you feel is the solution to that problem or need. Right. And so your why is, is kind of born in that intersection. Mm -hmm. And some of that's going to be, um, you know, I, I think there's a couple different levels that, you know, we've talked about the hobbyist that turns entrepreneur mm -hmm. and their hobby becomes their, you know, it's their passion, but it also becomes their paycheck. Right. You know, and so the why for that type of entrepreneur that's, you know, I absolutely love woodworking. Mm -hmm. I would do that, you know, 25 hours a day. <laughs> right. And if I could get paid doing it, all the better. Right. You know, and so your why flows out of a passion for for your, your craftsmanship. Right. Mm -hmm. um, you know, or there's, you know, I think there's the people who, you know, entrepreneurs who see a maybe see a common good. Mm -hmm. That, you know, I can, I can provide this, this solution to our community through, you know, to our customers through this product or service and making that product or service isn't quite like the hobbyist, right? right? right. You know, I, you know, let, let's stay on the, you know, idea of craftsmanship, right? Mm -hmm. You know, I can, you know, I can finish basements. Mm -hmm. I can, I can build staircases. I can, you know, put decks on houses. I can do, you know, I can re-roof a home, but, you know. While I enjoy that handiwork, right. my passion is that I am helping people, you know, achieve their dreams. Right. I'm helping people, um, you know, guard their investments and grow their investment mm -hmm. in their home or their right. business, you know, or whatever that might be. That Or fix a problem in their leaky roof. Yeah. Like, I mean, just, it's... Yeah. I help people in that moment of levels. crisis. Right. You know? And so, you know, I, I think that's another layer of people um, that, you know, you're your why behind what you do um, isn't as closely tied to your product or service. Right. Does that make sense? Yes. And, you know, I was talking to a, um, a mom this weekend um, who was talking about her boys. And, you know, in trying to encourage our kids, we're trying to look for these things that drive them. Because at some level, some of this is almost borderline innate, right? Some of this is... Um, as you grow up, you realize there's things about your life that you just enjoy. Like you said, Hey, what if I could do woodworking 24 hours, 25 hours a day? Mm -hmm. Oh, and by the way, I want to pay you for it. Like, and you're like, wait, I can get paid to do this. Right. Right. You know, right. at some level, like, and, and it's not just a hobby. Then it turns into this thing where 
your child has, or well, for her, like I was talking to her about her boys and my kids as well. Like in, in my kids' growing up years, like I'm recognizing things that they enjoy doing just because they enjoy doing it. Not, not yeah. because they're trying to make a money, not because they're trying to um, find their next job, mm-hmm. but because they just enjoy doing it and they enjoy, um, uh, my one daughter enjoys babysitting. Um, I know the lady, the mom I was talking with, her boys are, some of them, uh, one of them's more hands-on. Mm-hmm. And so recognizing those gifts and things that are going on in the kids' life, as I think is, is very instrumental as well as when we get older, trying to understand our own life and trying to understand the things that we enjoy, those gifts, those things that run right. almost borderline innate right. that are giving us. And I wish somebody, I guess I'm passionate about this because somewhat, because I wish somebody would have um, helped me understand when, when you ask the question, why it's not that simple. Like I need you to sit down and right. think about this for a minute because right. this is things that are running through your life and are at some level, they're almost a um, a common thread that goes through your life. Right. You just didn't realize it. I mean, how many times have you gone through life and done a job just because we needed, you needed a paycheck? I mean, right. It's, right. And and don't get me wrong, we all have to do that at some times. But when you get in and you think about starting a business where you're making a very conscientious decision to start and help other people or do something for other people, you need to recognize the things about yourself at some level prior to that right. conversation. Right. right. Yeah. I, um, I heard it expressed, um, you know, the Venn diagrams that mm-hmm. have multiple circles and then they overlap. Right. Right. Um, that, um, you know, finding that core passion in our life, that core purpose, mm-hmm. um, is outlined through four, four areas. Mm-hmm. Um, one is what do people need? Right. And if they're willing to pay for it, that that can be a vocation. That can be a job. That can be a career. People need it. I can do it. Done. Right. right? Um, are you good at it? Mm-hmm. That's the fourth thing. Do people need it? Can you pay for it? Can you? You know, are they willing to pay for it? And <coughs> you know, and then are are you really good at it? Right. You know, do you have a, a skill level and excellence? You know, and and then the fourth area is, is it something that you love? Yeah. You know that you love doing, kind of like the hobbyist. You know, if, right. I just absolutely love doing this. But right. if people aren't willing to pay for it, right. then yeah, it might just be a hobby. It might just be a hobby, <laughs> right? Or, or you know, like I, I've, I've always wanted to take uh, more classes in like drawing and painting. Mm-hmm. I, I, I just think that'd be peaceful, and I, I love sketching when I get a chance to do it, but I don't right. take the time and right. blah blah blah. But I don't think I'm good at it, mm-hmm. and so people still aren't. You know, I might love it. Right. People might be willing to pay for a really nice painting. Right. I don't know that I'm good enough to get paid for that. Right. You know? <laughs> right. I mean, you know, and, and so as a, as a new potential business owner, right. You're, you're balancing, trying to balance out there. Whether, is this my hobby or is this my, my, right. my future gig? Right. And if you can find the convergence of all four of those, right. This is something that people need. We didn't say this was going to be easy. Did we? No, no. <laughs> this is something people need. That's right. the first. Um, something that um, I'm good at, mm-hmm. people are willing to pay for, yep. and I love doing it. Mm-hmm. If you can find a convergence of all four of those, you're in your sweet spot. Right. You're like in the center of your influence, of your skill, of your profession, of your, right. you know, that, you know, if you can find that, man, that is that and is a powerful why for you. I would take on, uh, you know, add another aspect to that, which is sometimes um, the people around you 
can see that better than you can. That's true. Ask those questions to the people you trust. That's true. You know, ask them, go, hey, you've seen what I do what, or, mm-hmm. or what I do. You know, right. you know me, have known me long enough. You know um, what I'm capable of. I mean, even a spouse, like I know that my wife, many times I've had to ask her, hey, what do you think about this idea? I'm mm-hmm. always hesitant to ask it because I don't know if I want the answer. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> but I also know that at any point, she'll be completely honest with me and tell me what, Hey, and I mean, same with you. Like I've can, I've asked you many questions as well that I've got, Hey, Jason, what do you think of this? And sometimes yeah. I've gotten a point now where, um, that question is no longer scary. I just need the answer. If that makes sense. Yeah. So when you first yeah. start with those questions, sometimes they feel uncomfortable. You might not sure you want the answer. Right. But then you get to the point where you're like, I need the answer because I also know that that's going to pour into what's going to shape my why or why, you know, if, yeah. if, cause you, cause sometimes I don't always know myself as well as I think I do. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Now, so knowing your why, you know, in, in, you know, in corporate language right, boils down to your mission statement. It does. Right. You know, and so, um, you know, we have this, this perception that mission statements should, you should gain ultimate clarity on it. You should set mm-hmm. it. And then, you know, it should drive forever. Right. Right. right, right. <laughs> um, and I've heard one description of a mission statement um, really should be a, a, um, a bringing together of what you do and why you do it. Hmm. So I do, I do X because Y. Huh. And I think one of the things that we need to be willing to do as entrepreneurs and, and business leaders and such is our, our what can change. Mm-hmm. You know, that um, my, my why is, is consistent. You know, I want, to, I want to provide for my family. Right. And I want to impact others so that they are better, you know, whatever that might be. Right. Um, you know, I'm, what's, I'm not clear on mine. Right. <laughs> you know, well, I've got, I mean, I've got a bunch about... of different irons in the fire right. and I'm trying to figure out, do I have this overarching, um, you know, why that connects yep. all of the different pursuits I'm in right. or do I have individual ones for each one, you know? And so, um, at the bottom, I think, I think our why really is consistent. Mm-hmm. Um, it's what we do that changes, right? you know, That's that, that call. I, I do this in this environment because of the same core reason. And right. I do this in this environment because of the same core reason, you know, so your why for each one of your businesses needed to reflect that core. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's gotta, it's gotta involve that. Yeah. For you. And my core has something to do along the lines of, um, um, well, kind of like, I don't know, is it the reverse, the reverse of when you go camping in the mountains, Yeah. you know, it's leave no trace Yes. or, you know, you stay at a friend's house and it's like, I want to leave it better than I found it, found it. Yep. kind of thing. Yep. That's kind of, I think that's kind of part of my core is whatever interaction I have with people, I want them to walk away feeling like there's some type of measured improvement in their life mm-hmm. because of their interaction with me. Right. And I hope to, I hope to make people's lives better. So I'm still trying in to figure process. out the language. Yeah, <laughs> you know? no, it's good. Um, you know, whether that's related to um, coaching or whether that's relating to pastoring or starting a new nonprofit or, you know. Or I've, even this podcast. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I served at Red Robin for four and a half years. I think right. that was still my core was, you know, we're doing this through food and, you know, I hope you tip me well, sure. Yep. But, um, you know, I want you to walk out of this place feeling like 
you had a good experience in your life mm-hmm. was, you know, maybe momentarily because of a restaurant, but yeah, improved, you know? Well, and I think that, um, for Stillwater, we have, um, all that stuff lined out. We, mm-hmm. we went through a process and came up with it. And I also think that for those that can come up with it, yeah, it might, it might not be right, right away. Right. Right. Um, if you're right. starting off from completely clean slate, recognize that you might be, it, it might be a, there might be a change or two, but more than yeah. likely the basics are going to be there at some level. And I think at some point, once you've figured out what that is, it's easier to say no, which is kind of a funny thing because you get to a point where at some point you're going to want to say, Hey, you know what? That's not really quite in our wheelhouse. And we just, we're just mm-hmm. not sure. We don't, we don't think we want to do that. Right. And at that point is a, um, a kind of very freeing um, setup when you've recognized, hey, I don't want to do that because it's just not what we're fit for. And that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. So I love that, um, it, that it, it is. I don't enjoy that it's hard to come up with. Don't get me wrong. But I think it is once you, you get there and recognize it for what it is, then it's also freeing it moving yeah. forward. I mean, like for Stillwater, I mean, if, if we just kind of take some of what we do and put it in the spotlight, if you don't mm-hmm. mind. No, no. <laughs> you know, for Stillwater, you could say, you know, your mission is, you know, we make the most beautiful decks, basements, and bathrooms. Yeah. You know, that could that could be, that could be a mission statement. Right. But that's really just kind of what you do. Right. Why do you do it? Right. You know, why do we partner with families? And I like what, um, what y'all kind of boiled down to was, um, you know, thinking about the journey of the customer mm-hmm. and, you know, home renovations and things like that, what that means emotionally, right. what that means, you know, to the disruption of the home during that time. Right. And, you know, you guys came up with the line of, you know, we take the chaos out of your home renovations. Right. We're, we're your partners. We're, we come alongside you and, mm-hmm. and you know, this isn't a us versus you. This is a, how can we serve you? How can we make this right. better for you? And, and and we also, in that process, we recognize that we were walking into people's sanctuary or their home, their, their yeah. sacred spot where, yeah. you know, the last thing we want them to feel is, is the chaos, you know, in the midst of trying right. to change some things up. And don't get me wrong. Construction is somewhat chaotic sometimes in the fact that, um, changes have to be made and but if right. we can minimize that mm-hmm. and be able to you know best get them through that as much as as easy as possible even knowing yeah. that construction is what it is yeah it's yeah that's our goal that's our that's our mission that's our that's our our happy place exactly right yeah and i mean some of the i think if we can guard ourselves against having a mission statement that is just purely what we do mm-hmm. you know um <clears throat> You know, like some of the greatest companies, I mean, who have done brilliant at marketing and having a solid mission, like, for example, Nike, mm-hmm. you know, they're, of course, their tagline, their slogan is just do, just it. do it. Right. You know, mm-hmm. that's, um, but that sla- that that's tagline right. is born in their mission statement, which mm-hmm. is not, we make the best shoes in the world. Right. <laughs> you know, we make more shoes than anybody else. Right. You know, their mission statement is um, uh, to bring innovation and inspiration to athletes all over the world. That's cool. I mean, that's, you know, it, their vehicle is their product. Right. Their vehicle is what they do. Yes. And, you know, I mean, Nike, yeah, I mean, did they start with just shoes? Was that their first product? I don't know. You're probably speaking into my area. I don't, I don't know. know the answer to I don't know. Um, but my point, my point is, whatever their first was, their what has changed over the years. 
Mm-hmm. They've they've done you know they've always had a core you know shoe line but right. they've tried clothing they've, they're in the socks they're in the shoes they're in the pants well, they've, they're starting equipment like, you know oh, are the golf really? clubs the soccer balls the, oh that's true you know yes. I mean they're they're doing you know they've they've gradually increased their what right that if their what was we're just gonna make the best shoes on the planet right then twenty years later somebody goes hey we can make golf clubs too right uh, no we can't. Right. <laughs> you know, and so they're yeah. the innovation and inspiration is their why, mm-hmm. you know, why, why do we make the best shoe on the planet? Yeah. So that we can inspire athletes. Just to what. think that they started, I'm mean, like, if they didn't start out with shoes, but say they had to start out with one product, like it's amazing how big that company has probably gotten since the right. beginning of time to this point and right. where they're implementing. What and we see doing. all the success. Yeah, how many product launches were fails along the way? Right. I'd be curious. I wonder if there's articles written on that. That's a good question. If you're listening and you know these things, hook us up. Yeah, please, <laughs> please do. Because you know, clearly we're just shooting in the dark on this. Right. So, you know, right. we're good. This is okay. <laughs> but um, it's good to see the, you know, the thought yeah. process behind it. That's yeah. a good idea. But I mean, even you know, if we go back to, um, well, I mean, every business owner, right? Every business owner probably started something that didn't fail, that failed, and had to learn through something. Uh, you know, with yeah, that. and I tell people all the time, like, if you fail at something, it, yes, it probably came at a cost, right? Yeah. yeah. But so does school. So does college. So does, um, so does most everything in life. Mm-hmm. What are you taking away from it? Like, did you pay? Did you, are you going to go back and pay that 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 bill again, or have you learned enough from it that you're not going to go back and do that again and just try to grow from it? Right. So right, yes. Sorry, yeah, so tangent. <laughs> I mean, it's okay. So it's okay to kind of let our what vary, mm-hmm. and we experiment and try things. Um, but it should always be linked to our why. Mm-hmm. And like you said, I think that helps us say no. Right. You know, I think it helps us. Um, um, you know, I keep that clarity. Yeah, that even, you know, I mean, like when COVID hit. Right. You know, and. You know, as a church, we've got a, a pretty solid why statement, right? Right. <laughs> you know, it's from the Bible, and Jesus said it, and so we kind of... <laughs> Stick to it. <laughs> you know, we don't get a lot of innovation around that because, right. you know, it's kind of <laughs> Jesus, right? Um, <laughs> right. But when COVID hit, all of these pressures, all of these thoughts, all well, now we got to shift online, now we got to do this, we got to do that, we got to... You know, all of these things kind of boiled up of our what was thrown out the window. Right. You know, That's how exactly we were right. doing our mission was thrown out the window. And it was amazing how many times we're, you know, we're trying to funnel, you know, we started with 20 ideas, then it was 15, then we're down to eight. And now we're down to the last three ideas going, which one do we do? Which one do we focus on? And then we think about our why. Mm-hmm. And then we think about, you know, even beyond that, our our core values right. of saying that when we do this, we we want to make sure we incorporate these core values. Right. We just kind of there were a couple of times we just went, oh, we already decided this is how we were going to do things. Right. Why did we spend all this time? <laughs> you know? Oh wow. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, we could do option B and C, but clearly A is the one that aligns with our mission and our values. Mm. So we're going to do A. Nice. And we spent a lot of time circling a drain that we didn't right. need to circle, you know. <laughs> wow. And so when we have clarity around these things, it can help us when mm-hmm. when these disruptions come. Right. You know, not 
uh, hopefully we're, we're done with worldwide pandemic type right, stuff, right, right. but, you know, um, a war in Ukraine right. that affects our, you know, the economy or, you know, gas prices or this or that. Um, we can fall back on our why and, you know, why we what, why are we doing this? And if right. it doesn't align with that, don't do it. All the more reason why you need to make sure that you have it, right? So, yeah. uh, so that you can use it as a place to bounce things off of. Right. So that you're not spinning in the drain. Huge. Uh, that is a huge. I know that's probably insight I've gotten in the past, but it's definitely great. Yeah. Um, follow up. Yeah. So how do we, how do we narrow things down? Since we're talking about sport circle in the drain, right? Right. <laughs> well, you know, when it comes down to that why, of you know, at the end of the day, this really is kind of my unmovable rock. Right. Um, I heard um, is uh, is a fellow. Uh, can't think of the right word, guide with mm -hmm. Giant um, mm -hmm. that I'm a part of. Um, he uses an exercise called 25 and 25. Okay. Um, that there's some research, I guess, I haven't, another thing I haven't looked into deeply, um, but he said, you know, there's some research that our brains can really focus on a task deeply mm -hmm. for about 25 minutes. Really? And then we need just a quick, you know, maybe it's just a, a quick breather. You know, we stand up, walk around the office and then come back and focus again or, you yeah. know, take a walk around outside or whatever. But um, he said for 25 minutes, we can set our phone away. Mm -hmm. We can close our laptop screens. Right. <laughs> and he said, you know, grab a piece of paper and a pen because there's something about the analog connection that just helps helps this moment. Really? You know, don't do it on a screen. Don't do it on your phone. So piece of paper and, um, you know, and a pen or pencil. Yep. And in 25 minutes... Write down 25 words, phrases, things that, that communicate your why. Hmm. And you're not wordsmithing. You're not trying to, you know, make sure you get all the bases covered. Just let it flow. Right. You know, and set a timer, 25 minutes, write down 25 things. Huh. Three words, five words, seven words, eight words, whatever it takes, you know, to get this across of like, you know, um, you know, going back to what we were saying about Stillwater earlier of, um, you know, this is, this is a family sanctuary. I mm -hmm. want to treat it with respect. Right. You know, just write things down like that. Just brainstorm 25 things in 25 minutes. Mm -hmm. And then when the 25 minutes is over, do your little stretch. Right. <laughs> Get up and do your thing. And then uh, then come back and start looking for ways to narrow that down. Yeah. Look for common threads. Mm -hmm. You know, you might have 15 of those 25 that have a very similar common thread. And you're like, right. I'm seeing it now. Right. You know, and it's uh, funny you should bring this up because, like, at some level, we did this with my co with a coach that we were using. Yeah. And yeah, we exactly. Did sim similar thing where um, we all sat in a room, all the people that were, you know, able to speak into this. Yeah. Um, for you, as the for, leadership team talking for, about the entire business. Right. Yeah. And then um, we came up with a list and we just, mm -hmm. hey, what what's what are some of the and we, we happen to be um, I was thinking about core values when we were talking about this, but which I kind of think could also help with a why, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So we sat down and made a list and then we said, okay, what are these words? Are any of these alike or so close alike that you could combine them? And so that you have right. this one word that covers both of those things and broke it down like that. And we came down with our top five. Yeah. And it was, and I think that process was what kill, combine and keep, right? That, yep. That that sounds about you might right. look through that 25 and you're like, uh, that was good, but, that's not the core. Right, right. It feels like that's on the edge. Kill right. it. Scratch it off. Erase right. it. Remove it. Right? Right. Um, look for the common thread. Combine. Yep. You know, like, oh, number two, eight, 
14 and 23 are all they're kind of basically the same thing just in different ways so how can i you know let's combine that into a little more of these words do we like the best and then you see one you're like i want to keep that right you know um if you can if you can winnow that list of 25 down to say what 10 i think yeah 10 or less five to 10 yeah if you can get somewhere in that five to 10 range then take it to a trusted friend yeah to your spouse, to a business partner, to, you know, a good, you know, a mentor, a coach, something like that and right. say, what, what do you see in right. me? What do you see in this business? Um, what, you know, what, what communicates to you right. that if you and heard the, this, you'd be like, oh, wow, that's. One of the blessings I had was the fact that although there was more than just me in that room having yeah. that conversation so that I was able to tease it out pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. But what we didn't know is even though we had started the business and I hadn't come up with all these details, it was running in the background for all of us. Yes. So it was what I didn't know was that all these core values, all our why and all these things were running in the background and we just hadn't put words on it. So exactly. once, once we put words on it, that made a world of difference because then we had a reference point. It wasn't just one of those things that was out in space that right. we kind of knew. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. Those, yeah, if you're working it with a team, you'll, you'll feel those and I'm not shared saying values that come you through. should yeah. start a business and then do it the way I did it because I think it would have been sometimes easier to potentially bring on people knowing what I, you know, knowing that these were our values, right. if that makes sense. Right. Um, right. Instead of just... Because then those values things. help you evaluate the people you're bringing on the team. Right. right. Yes. So, um, which is all the more important why I think why we're stressing on the idea that, hey, bring up with your why, come up with your core values. These right. are things that are huge to help you move forward. Right. Right. All right. So we want to encourage you to discover your why. Yes. Throw some things on paper. Yep. Run it past people. Yep. Um, really try and just dig deep of, of, but why? Right. You know, and, and if you get something out there and you can ask that question one more time, but why do I do that? Mm-hmm. And you know there's another layer? Well, then go to that next layer. Right. And Make when sure you hit something it. that you're like, there is no more why behind this. Mm-hmm. You, you've hit that core level. And so, right. um, you know, throw some things on paper, ask people around you. And I would say it's okay if you don't get it wrong right the first time. Oh yeah, you know what I mean? Because yeah. I, I I feel like this is somewhat of a work in progress, just kind of like well, business. Like, yeah, you're not going to know everything out of the gate. Exactly. You know, I didn't know everything out of the gate. I mean, how many books, podcasts, radio shows, yeah. you know, I everything mean, is out there saying you have to have a mission and right. vision and values for your business, which is crazy. Because I went to, I mean, I remember a class talking about this very thing, and I still mm-hmm. started a business and didn't start it with it. Right. <laughs> right. So the moral of the story is, you need to get this right. You don't have to get it. You don't have to have it on day one. Right. That it may take a little time to develop and fully, because this is hard work. It is. Of looking inside of what is my why at the bottom, you know, why why do I want to make a million dollars this year? Right. Why? Right. Well, is it so I can pad my, you know, pad my pocket? Is it so I can buy the boat? Is it so I can, you know, uh, benefit clean water? Right. In, in Africa. Right. You know, if that's your why behind... A million dollars? Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, right. that, you know, keep digging deep, right. keep digging deep. Why do you truly want what you want? Mm-hmm. And, so uh, true. and then let that empower your, your products, your services, how you select your team members, how you deal right. with customers and clients, that those things can really empower you to lead well, to serve others well and totally. grow your business well. That's perfect, Jason. I'm glad. Thank you for the recap. I, 
I, I enjoyed this today. I needed this today, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> well, now I got to go do some hard work because <laughs> I think I have a why at least in each each of my realms that I work in. But mm -hmm. you know, I still feel like there's one more layer of why. Yeah. Why do I do all of these things combined? Maybe and I you think should that just could... write it down and then <gasps> run with it. Should I do 25 and 25 when we get done with this? Maybe. I might be. I might be doing that. <laughs> awesome. I love it. Um, well, thanks for yeah. digging deep on this. Thank you. And uh, you guys give us a like, subscribe, uh, comment, send us an email. Yeah, um, We'd love to hear. Um, you know, on, honestly, I'd love to hear some people's whys. Oh, that'd be great. You know, that would be cool. And so if you would like to uh, shoot us a comment or something like that and let us know, why you know, you do here's you why do. I do what I do. That'd uh, be awesome. That'd be really cool. Because that just really hits to the core of why right. we're doing this podcast. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. So you guys have a great day yep. and uh, we'll catch you next week. Sounds good. Next time. Later. Later.